Hello, sisters and brothers. I know we got a little bit of everyone on this podcast. Uh, We're excited to be back. It's been a few weeks. We've been on a hiatus, but um, all in good stuff. Been out uh, chasing uh, business, building business, connecting with people in the community, and um, just really excited to end the year with some really good conversations on balance, business, um, and what we're building as we go into 2022. So we've got an awesome guest in the house today. Becca, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, yes, I am Becca Kenyon Westfall. That's my married name. Um, I own Cycle Life, two indoor cycling studios here in Rockland and Sacramento. Um, yeah. Awesome. Tess? That's me. Thanks for being here today. Um, while these ladies have been chasing business, I have to admit that I was chasing some waves in Maui, so I wasn't <laughs> here for a little while. Um, but uh, glad to be back nonetheless and happy to be contributing again to all of you guys and getting some feedback, which is also really important to us that when you hear our stuff, uh, when you listen to these podcasts, to let us know what you like and what you don't like and what you would like us to talk about. And I think Becca's going to fall right into that category today. We're going to get into some uh, really fun, exciting areas of her life that uh, will definitely inspire me and hopefully all of you. Let's just first cover what we're drinking right now because there's like a variety (laughs) of stuff going on right now. So of course, as most of you know, we have done a Smithville 2.0 inside Winx Fitness where we now have a pop-up protein bar and it's super fun. It's not officially opened yet, but I had planned on making the girls protein shake. So we're all definitely drinking a shake. But what else do we have going on, Tess? (laughs) Well, when I left the house, I was digging through for a LaCroix, but I couldn't find a LaCroix, but I stumbled upon a Kettle One Botanical botanical <laughs> vodka spritz Just a little spritz and a little it's, protein it's almost five o'clock 317 yeah, that's good close right enough. Um, but Becca just pointed out to me that it's 3.6% alcohol, so I'm quite confident that this is going to do nothing yeah pretty much <laughs> then we got a bang on the table we got waters we got it all so, so let's catch up. I feel yeah. like there's so much. Um, so Becca, you and I got together for a sisterhood. We had like a little get together after our last gathering, which yeah. we never even really got to talk about that. Yeah. But it was amazing. And in that, I just love that our conversations are always about growth, like seeking to develop on a deeper level more, whether that's spiritually or mentally or in our families, or in particular, this conversation was about business. And we had talked about um, several different groups that are in this area that are really focused on helping you get to that next level. And so I think all three of us at this point are now part of the entrepreneurs group. And um, I just wanna say how cool it is that this is one of those examples where you send a text message out. There's like 12 people on the creative team. Everyone agreed that this was a good date. And then as the date gets there, people start canceling because they're all business owners and they've got families and things happen. And I've just always known that when I say I'm gonna do something, even if it's just me and one other person, that that's who's supposed to be there at that particular time. And it was like three of us there. And the conversations we had were so great. And hearing what your view was on this group and being a part of it really opened the door to myself and then also to Tess. And I feel like just setting us all up for 
things that we can't even imagine going into the new year because we're surrounded by some incredible people in there. So why don't you just give us like your thoughts on the entrepreneurs group and why you joined and what your goals are? Yeah, totally. Um, So I heard about it through, so EO is obviously you mentioned that's what it's called. Um, I heard about it through a bunch of guys just throughout the years, like Sacramento business leaders and guys that are out in the community, like Uriah and Jason Bartlett and, and some of those guys, um, I, you have to obviously gross a million dollars to be in the group. So I do not gross that, but, um, they opened up the accelerator group, which is what I'm a part of. We're a part of, um, and it's kind of for, it's more of like a learn, I would call it like, I feel like we're in there just to learn, right? It's like, we're learning from each other. You're talking about a lot of experiences. It's just, it's awesome to be around other business owners because it's so hard to find groups of people, like-minded people, right? Where you can like bounce ideas off of and talk about money. We talk about money a lot, but it's like, that's an awkward conversation to have with mm-hmm. your friends sometimes and family mm-hmm. and all of that. So um, you have to be really open and vulnerable and honest. And it's really like goal oriented, which is what I was, Tess and I were talking about before. Um, it's not like, hey, so like, let's all powwow and sit in a circle and just kind of like shoot the shit. It's, it's, it's like, hey, you have to write down your goals. Like, what are you going to do tomorrow to get there? What are you going to do next week? What are you going to do next month? What are you going to do, you know, Q1, Q2, Q3? Like, it's like you have to break it down. And then, like, it's just, um, it's very structured, which I like, you know? So yeah. I heard about it through all of those guys. And obviously, they do a lot of the big stuff. Like, they'll travel together and, and do big events um, that we don't necessarily do yet because they're kind of at that peak, right? And that's where we want to be. Um, So we're in the beginners group, which is fun. So I feel like it's just, it's very inspiring. Like you leave those events, right? Feeling like, oh my gosh, there's so much room to grow. Like all of these guys started where I once, or you know, they were once where I am now. And so it's cool to be able to like have people like that to look up to and learn from. I agree, like opening up Smithville and being in a new space again where my ecosystem is a little different than what I'm doing right now. I don't want to lean on my own understanding of the the ecosystem I am living in to make that one successful. And, um, you know, I feel like I've got good partnerships and mentors, but that's not enough to make a business sustaining and booming. And so I really wanted to be part of the accelerator group for the accountability, for the resources, for the accountability of just running my business right, for how to um, have your employees in this season. It's way different than the last time that, you know, I really had that many employees. And um, so for me, I really... Here's my thing is like, as somebody that has so limited time, you see me, I'm flying in here for this podcast with my son, my husband's gone. Like that's just my ordinary life. Mm -hmm. So the time that I exchange for anything has to make sense because if it's not contributing to my growth, then I just don't have it to give right now. And it's not just in business, it's in family, it's with friendships, it's all of it, because I just just don't have enough of it to give away. And I really like that it is not a networking. They actually tell you this is not for networking. You are not to come in here and network and try to get business from this. Mm -hmm. This is to grow your business. And we all naturally know that you're gonna get business authentically yeah. by just being there and being in the room with those people. But um, Tessa, I'm excited for you to come. Yeah, and I think that um, to point out here that we always end up talking with guests about community, mm-hmm. right? And so, and I love what you just said, Jess, about this, this isn't just about um, the community that's formed, it's about putting yourself in a position where these people are further along than you are, yeah. right? Everybody wants to be the shining star, quote unquote, or whatever, or be able to be teach, be able to teach others where you've come from, you know, your journey. 
But even more important, I would argue, is that you're surrounding yourself with people that are going to push you outside of your comfort zone to become better. And Becca, it sounds like like that's exactly what this community you know, brought out in you was like, yeah. hey, I really want to have these this structured yeah. part that where I have these identifiable goals. Right. And well, I would call those guys like back in the day, like I would be like, hey, somebody asked me about using my name in Texas. Like, have you ever franchised before? And it's like Uriah has his name on all these UFC gyms or whatever. So it's like it was basically I was using them as a resource anyways. So they were like, you should just join. Like, this is exactly what this group does. Like all of those questions that you always call for all the time about. And and I would call people that I haven't talked to in 10 years and be like, hey, I know you own this business. Um, Can you tell me like what you use for your payroll software? (laughs) You know, like that kind of stuff. And so those are all the questions that I feel like when you're getting started, they make like people feel overwhelmed and that's where they stop. They're like, nope, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to stop. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like, that's just what being in business is. It's like, you're, you're, you never know what you're doing kind of. Yeah. And, and also I feel like this weeds out people too, because there's a financial investment. It's not like, I mean, there's a vetting process. There's an application. I mean, it's not like every applicant comes through. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like a lot of people don't understand that you have to invest. Right. And that was like in our first meeting that we had. Yeah. That was right away. Right away. Yeah. Like if you're not investing back into your business and they said 50%, didn't they? It was high. We were both like, huh? About, oh, like what were you growing? Reinvesting. Versus, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. into the business. Yeah. And, you know, those are the kind of things that I really like. But then let's also talk about the panel of people that they had there that came in for 25 minutes. And he's like, yeah, I sold my business for $500 million. And then I did it twice. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, okay, like <laughs> I'm going to sit by him and let his sweat get on me a little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. You know, bless me with Laguna, everything that you have. The Laguna Beach guy. Yeah. I know. And he's the one that, like, I asked. Like, it's like, okay, let's say that you you netted five grand this month or whatever. He's like, you should be, you should be spending $2,500 on marketing, like on Facebook ads and social ads. He's like, don't you need new customers? And I'm like, but that's like so scary. You know what it I mean? Is. You're like, I'll spend like 150 bucks this month on my yes. marketing. Cause like, I want to, you know, but they're like, why, what do you do? Like, they just take such big risks and they, and you know, they had, they've had some downturns and some failed businesses and things like that. Like they'll talk about that too, but you can tell that they're just like, they're, like they're just not scared to take risks which is i think some of that is is when you do fail as somebody in business for yourself you know that your comeback doesn't take like the first building phase does because you've learned all that so you can get from a to Mm -hmm. you know f quickly right and so these people take risks because they know that they can rebound Mm -hmm. and i think there's power in knowing that a lot of people don't take a risk because they're they're a they're scared to fail and then never get back oh, up. Oh, that's, I mean, that's 100% why people don't ever get started doing what they really want to do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's risky. It's scary. Well, I think there's like a special kind of confidence that comes with selling a business for $500 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm not I sure know. I'd be have much fear after that either. But yeah. Well, I'm somebody that leaves something and I process it by myself, like in my quiet time. And I'm like, so there was like two people that were local that worked in Haney's office. I, I knew those two. Yeah. And then there was three people that flew in just for that. And then we're getting back on a plane and flying out like for 25, 30 minutes, maybe max. Yeah. I mean, and they don't mess around. Another thing I really like is like the time management. Yeah. They're like, okay, let's go. We're like yeah. right on. And I like that because you know that when you commit to that 
and they say that it's eight to four on your learning day, that you're out at four o'clock. I know that I'm not stressing about pushing out childcare or all of those things that sometimes if we don't have it sorted out or we don't have the backup plan, if it goes past that, we end up not going at all. Yeah. And those are meetings that you have to go to. It's mm -hmm. non-negotiable. If you can't make them, then you're already then right. basically can't be a part of this group. Yeah. Yeah. And I let Becca was talking about something earlier about how this is structured. So I don't have to worry that I'm going to go there and be in these like BS conversations for three hours of the day where people are saying, oh, like, you know, what do you like to do for fun or whatever? It's like, I, I came here because I have a very specific purpose in mind. Yeah. And I think there's time for that other stuff, right? Of course. But if I'm going to be, like you said, financially investing, making a huge time investment, yeah. I, I really want to see a return. Yeah. And that's not always easy to find. I mean, they give you like a little bit of homework. I was, what you were saying, um, about like running in here and like, in, you know, with your son and podcast and, and having your husband be gone and all that stuff. It's like, did you start reading the essentialism book or the, the essentialist or whatever that's called? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think about that every time now you like make a decision? You're like, do I really need to be doing this? Is this really going to benefit? Like, is you know, is this something I, how I should be spending my time? Mm -hmm. Like, is this Well, I feel like valuable? social media and that's something that mm -hmm. we didn't really cover. It's yeah. like, you have to be on there, but it takes up so much time. Mm -hmm. And then you have to stay on there. Like, I'll be like, okay, because my thing is I'm doing this all day long. I have not stopped all day. Yeah. I've been from clients on meeting call. Like, I'm sucking down my first, this yeah. is my meal today, right? Yeah. So when I can get on social media is the worst time. And that's at nighttime after my yeah. son's in bed. And that's the worst way to end the day. I'm so big on morning and evening routines. And yeah. so, I mean, I've been in this game for a long time. And I still struggle with the social media aspect. Because if you own a business, you need to be active on that. Yeah. And um, as much as I'm a storyteller, I think that's what part of creating culture is. I do it with the coffee shop. I do it here. I do it with Sisterhood. So it's not like I can really pass it off at this point. I haven't figured out a creative way where I could write content and I then know. pass it off and have somebody take it over. And then it's like also people know if they're getting a cookie cutter, right. non-Jessica answer. Right. Right. And so. Like you're I, talking about having somebody else run your social media for yes, you. Yes. Yeah. We're like tech businesses. They have somebody doing their stuff for them. They don't right. care. It's not, it's not based on the same thing. And yeah. that is part of that group. There's a lot of people in tech. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, which is way different for us that are creating community. Yeah. Community yeah. is like the basis. Well, they're not like brick and mortars, a lot of them, yeah. right? They're like, I mean, you and I have customers that expect to see us there, you know? So it's like, I mean, unless you franchise, right? Like that's kind of your thing with Smithville is like, you're kind of ready to like not be the face of your business so yeah. that you can have a life, right? Yeah. Like that's kind of, and that's like what EO, like everybody in the last meeting, that was the goal. It was like, what's your big, like hairy, audacious goal. And every one of them was like, well, eventually I just want to spend time with my family and kind of like collect paychecks with like, I want to work my ass off for 10 years and then sell the business or have, you know, 50 employees under me that do everything that I do or have something yeah. like, because you do, I mean, you don't, I mean, you obviously don't want to continue to work this hard forever, right? I mean, there is a goal at the end of the day to, to be able to right. have a lot of, free, like they, like look at all the free time that all those panelists had, you yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of like that is the end goal of entrepreneur. To have the same impact without having to have the same presence is my yeah. thing. I want to have the same exact impact without having to be there all yeah. the time. I did put a um, social media limit on my phone though after <laughs> I feel like a 90 minute a day, which still is a lot, like 90 minutes a day. But I, and I hit it, it'll be like my phone will be like, you have five minutes left. I've done that oh. too. And then I'm like, just give me 15 more. Is, is there an app that you can do that You on? just do it in your settings. I highly recommend oh, it. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, yeah. To, to this point, I think that um, it's important to 
point out, and this was something that I really thought about when I left the sheriff's department and started the law firm, like there's a difference between owning your job and owning a business, right? Because if I, at the end of, you know, building this firm, if I leave and the whole thing falls apart or there is no income, I don't own a business. I actually own a job. Yeah. And so like the importance of being able to build that system and systems in place. And then there's another book and I don't know, Jess, if you and I have talked about this book, but it's called who not how, Mm-mm. and it's, it talks about the importance of identifying the people in your life, in your community, in your network that can be your who to do things. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not worth my time to try and figure out all the ins and outs of like SEO or like right. all, website and all that stuff. Right. Because I don't have any background in that. So I'm sucking time away from the things that I'm good at mm-hmm. um, and the way that I can grow my business for things that I'm going to have to learn it and then implement it. Well, no, I need to go out and find who that person is that right. can do that for me. Right. And then putting those people in place is probably the most important part of building right. the business. And that's what like in this accelerator group, you kind of, everybody has that same problem because that costs money, yeah. right? I mean, it's like, I would love to have somebody doing my social media, but it costs money. I would love to have somebody build my website and run my SEO and run my Facebook ads, but that costs money. You know what I mean? So everybody, we're all kind of in that stage. And then like, well, they'll, and then there'll be somebody ahead of you who's like, well, I did that. And then let me tell you how I did it, you know, or this is what I did. So it's cool to hear people's experiences of like, and then how you get that money back, right? Because you get it back with your time and then you can spend your time doing other things and, and all of that. But those are like the hurdles that everybody has that struggles to get over. You know what I mean? It's delegating things out to other people. Yeah, definitely. And I think understanding first and foremost, what you offer, like what your talents are Mm -hmm. is so important because there's been things that I've been able to do in my business by bartering with my skill, my trade, right? Like, Hey, I'll do this estate planning work for you in exchange for what you offer. So I turn you into a who, but I'm not, it's not cash out of pocket. I'm exchanging some amount of time because I'm obviously doing some work for you, but it's not the kind of time it would, it would take for me to try and build your skills and then do it myself. So I think, yeah, being creative, but I think people that start a business in general are understanding that like, you know, this stuff is, you may think that you understand something one second and then you realize you don't know what the hell you're doing like in the next second. Yeah. I think you like for sure. I mean like mine too, but it's like, I mean, I can't teach 27 spin classes a week. You know what exactly. I mean? So I have to have a staff, yeah. but like, remember I was like, that's why I didn't go, go on a honeymoon because I'm like, oh my gosh, if I, if I miss a week of classes, that's nine classes. Like all those people are not going to, they're not going to show. They don't want to see anybody else, yeah. like, which is not true. Yeah. And I know that like for yours, that's really hard because you're like yeah. a personal trainer, yeah. but it's like, if, if you could find somebody to just you could recreate yourself yeah. somehow. I'm like uh, one of those people why it's so important to have multiple streams of income, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because, um, you know, there is going to be an exit out of this or, you know, trimming it down to where right. I'm not here. It still is very much a passion. So I don't yeah. feel like I'm called out of it. But um, I do feel like there that it will change. There'll be new faces in here for yeah. sure. Like um, new people coming in that I would trust and that my clients would, you know, excel with, but yeah. that at some point will have to be when Smithville comes. So for me, it's exciting because I am tightening up those books right now. Yeah. So speaking of new, um, new adventures, new business and goals going into 2022, I know you have some new business adventures. Why yeah. don't you share some of that with yeah. us? I know I have, I haven't said this publicly to anybody. It's, I mean, it's very much like a side hustle for us, but, um, my husband and I just through COVID we're kind of like, thinking of things that we could do, um, like, you know, additional income that was almost like COVID proof. And we were like, 
what are girls like what are people always going to want to spend money on and it was i mean obviously weddings right and like events like people need people we talked about that like every time we talk we talk about like the businesses that are going to make it through covid are coffee shops bars restaurants like you can't recreate you know what i mean you can't have you can't virtually create that. yeah you can't buy your hairstylist on amazon you know what i mean like that kind of stuff so in yeah. gyms obviously too personal training gyms any of that kind of stuff um but like 2022 is um the a record year for weddings since after world war ii since all the men came back in like 1945 because of everyone had, having to postpone everything so 2022 and into 2023 so we bought a mobile bar we bought like a horse trailer yeah. and converted it nice. into a mobile bar yeah so how fun i know i mean it's not even just weddings it's like you know yeah. graduation parties and um, cocktail parties and whatever just come park it on your front you know, your front nice. doorstep or Can your, I be a bartender? Mm-hmm. Please, actually. We, okay. Because I don't want to do it all. Right? Two for That's me, one for you. I'm going to be like, Tess, where'd all the booze go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So that's one little thing that we're doing, but I'm excited. Congratulations. Just it's, yeah. I know. It'll be fun. And I feel like just like the creative process of like starting something new, mm-hmm. right? Like a new website, a new like design and, and all that stuff. And, and yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. That is really fun. Yeah. And then your family, there's changes within your family too. I am. I'm pregnant. Woo! So amazing. Got a baby in the belly. Uh, (laughs) I'm like almost 12 weeks, so still early, but yeah. It's Congratulations on that too. I know you, uh, you have an intuition about what the baby, who, you know, what gender the baby might be. I don't know if you oh, want to man. say I mean, it I want loud. a boy. Okay. I want a boy. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. I mean, boys are the best. I know. So it, it'll, it'll be a girl one. then. Huh? It'll be. I know. It will be. It probably will be. 100%. Oh. I know. But I'm stopping it too, no matter what. So okay. Well, you get another chance then after you're yeah. a girl. Just I'm just teasing you. <laughs> I can't wait for that. We find out in like two days. So oh my I'll gosh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, we did the whole genetic testing and all that stuff, so it just comes with it. Yeah, that's great. Package deal. No gender reveal party? We're going to go to my husband's family's uh, house on Sunday and just literally like, cut into a cake. Yeah, We're going to awesome. try not to light the whole valley on fire, <laughs> as you've seen people oh do in their gosh. gender reveals yes. lately. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. so very chill. Just cut into a cake. I love Good. it. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you videotape it. I will. Yeah. Yeah. It's always fun. I know. I totally will. Yeah. I know. What a weird, because I feel like that's got to be one of the most, like one of the biggest surprises of your life, right? I mean, like finding out what your baby is, like for sure. Crazy. I would wait until it comes out, but my Dylan, my husband says, absolutely not. He like is too impatient. That's a long wait. Plus like, and I admire people that can do that for that patience, but also I'm like, you can't really prepare a whole lot you kind of have to do like a lot of gender neutral yeah yeah you know 100%, and then yeah. you have to pick both names yeah that's true so do you guys yeah. feel like you're gonna have an easy time with that with the name or? I, I really don't even have like a girl name like on on deck even i just i like it yeah just we'll figure it out focused. that's fun though yeah baby blue over here <laughs> <laughs> i was convinced that i was having a little girl when i yeah. had Kaysen. yeah and then when i went to do the gender test i mean i was like hashtag presley and like you know really and then i found out i was having a boy and brandon was like Kaysen, you know and yeah. that was it i was like okay we're having like a boy yeah and so i don't know i just never had seen my myself as like a boy mom but i've never been so like blessed by being one you know like little boys and moms have such a special relationship and um i don't know it's it's really cool so i know yeah absolutely i i always wanted a boy yeah um and then when we found out it was a boy i was like over the moon excited and i i can't imagine not having 
a boy now like yeah. that relationship we like had the conversation last week about how we're gonna buy a house together someday and he's I'm gonna marry him and all that stuff so it's like really funny <laughs> <laughs> they like say that comes with I think this is like right around that age yeah. but he was like so confident he yeah. was like I can't wait like we're gonna spend our whole lives together <laughs> I'm like oh buddy yeah so funny. I still do that to Kaysen yeah. he's like no he's at the age now where it's like no I'm gonna move away and I'm like you're actually gonna need me for your babies and yeah. and I'm actually gonna follow you and be creepy actually that's like, probably true yeah and yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm actually not kidding. Like, yeah. Yeah. my life will just only like revolve around you. <laughs> Obviously, through COVID, it was like, oh, I'm moving out of state. I've, you know, at this place. But that's their whole. I mean, that's the reason you can't ever leave yeah. family, yeah. right? I mean, it's yeah. makes it's it tough. It's true. Yeah, yeah. We're excited. That is so fun. exciting. Yeah. So, what's one thing as this year? I mean, this will be the last conversation that we have like this before the new year. What is one really positive thing? Mm. Um, that's happened for you in 2021 yeah I would say it's probably not like a like a one specific thing but um, the like what I've realized now looking back on the year like there was so much um, what's what's the word like uh, there was so much uncertainty I guess like go, coming out of 2020 that you really were like oh my gosh are we gonna make it like what's and then once you once we hit that moment where I was like like this summer I was like we're gonna make it like we're gonna yeah. be fine everything's gonna be fine we're gonna make it and like we're obviously still not back to where we were you know what I mean and that could be another year or two years or whatever that takes but that was such a cool experience to be like okay we're like out of this tough zone and then looking back at all of like the lessons and stuff that we had learned through covid you know what i mean like thank god i was really lean with my business and you know thank god i saved money and you know all that stuff it's like what all my mentors always told me mm -hmm. about like make sure you have six months of overhead in your bank account and blah 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 which is you know you never think something like that is going to happen to you like i mean it's almost like living somewhere where like a hurricane hits or something right i mean like having to rebuild but so um that i think was the biggest like positive just just looking back and and because there were so many ups and downs you know like closing opening closing opening pulling 30 bikes outside every single day like speakers outside having the police get called the neighbors screaming at us we're too loud and obnoxious <laughs> and all of that stuff and then masks and no masks and everything else so I think that was just such a relief because I kind of feel like, I mean, maybe I'm being naive, but I feel like we're over the hump. Yeah. What, what I love about this conversation sitting here right now in December of 21 is yeah. that you have that perspective, but what you're doing right now is you just joined an entrepreneur group yeah. in order to build off of coming out of a hard season. And yeah. like, how remarkable is that? I mean, that in and of itself is yeah. like, you know, get knocked down, get back up, get knocked right. down, get back up. I mean, that that's really like what I think being a business owner is about if, it, if you're going to thrive. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's like we we came out of the gate. So like I wrote a business plan and, and, my, and I like hit every goal on it. Like that was another thing we talked about at the last EO meeting was like actually writing your like looking back on everything that you wrote down. And and but, you know, it's like most businesses don't have that experience. Like my Rockland studio, for instance, is way slower than my Land Park studio. Like if had that been my first studio, like God knows have I, you know, what I would have done or if I would have even opened a second one. But so it's like, you know, if had I not had this COVID experience and kind of like tweak some things, you know, to like even run more lean and, and do do different things financially and stuff. It's like, I don't know, you can't I, I know it's not 
realistic to tell people like, oh, you're going to open this business and everything's going to be great and you're going to make all this money and it's just going to be all uphill. Well, I mean, it, that's kind of how it was for us in the beginning. Like I, I was like on cloud nine, like everything was just awesome. Okay. Like, I mean, it's like, and, and that's almost like that beginner's luck thing that it was like that little nudge from the universe. It's like, okay, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, and then, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so now I kind of feel like I, I, it's like, you just have to be humble and be like, okay, like this is what you tell your class every day where you're like, Hey, just cause you're like having a struggle. Like, like, Oh, you want to lose weight and you're mad that it hasn't happened in the first week. Like, are you going to quit? Oh, okay. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, same thing for me. Right. It's like, Oh, you have COVID hits and and now you want to quit because things aren't going your way. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I, I hate it because because some days you do want to quit, but mm-hmm. but you can't. You know, it's just life. Yeah, yeah. It's been wild. What's something good that's happened for you? Oh my gosh. Um, so it's it's always been on my list to take on different types of legal cases. I wanted to get my footing in estate planning, but I have a good friend who's an excellent mentor that does has been doing personal injury for like a decade. Mm-hmm. And so um, and I'm very personal injury is not um, an area of law. It's an area of law that can have a really bad rap, but there's a lot of people that do need that representation. I was uh, my aunt reached out to me about um, a new potential client a couple weeks ago, and um, through my buddy's help and mentorship, I was able to take that client on, and so it was my first personal injury case. (laughs) So walking through that and learning new stuff, and um, just I feel so grateful to have people in my life that are willing to put the time and energy in to help me, you know? Um, I think that it's not always easy to ask for help, especially you know when you feel like you are somebody that like oh well i've you know done a b and c and d it's like there's so much there's so much more that i don't know but i'm so grateful to have those connections and those people in life to make that phone call and say like hey can you help me with this and have people genuinely respond like absolutely yeah what what's an example of like a personal injury is that like like a car accident okay yeah yeah that's like not your fault kind of a thing exactly yeah so they like dealing with the insurance companies right because they're always trying to like hey take a hundred bucks and you're like actually those injuries are about a hundred thousand dollars (laughs) right yeah um so just just like advocating basically advocating um and they're they're like more drawn out cases it's not like a you know my estate planning's like kind of turn and burn, right? Like mm-hmm. I can get one in and get it back out fairly quickly. Whereas this, you know, it takes time and people are getting medical treatment throughout the time. So it's just a totally different area of law than I've yeah. ever been exposed to. Um, but I love like you guys just getting new skills and learning more things. I mean, right. it, like always challenging, you know, the yeah, brain. Totally. What about you, Jess? Well, with Brandon being in law, enfor- or law enforcement, uh, <laughs> a firefighter and that that ecosystem has changed a lot in the last two years and really has like a unknown future as well. You know, the things that you fell in love with your job could have changed over the last two years based on things that have to happen now. And so we, um, when Brandon and I first met, we were in the real estate space. I was on um, more of like facilitating the real estate lender and then he was the lender. And so we've moved back, or I've moved back into that space where we started doing our investments again. And I'm really excited. We've got our, so I've always had this calling since my mom died. I lost her property that was in our family for a hundred years to pay for the lawyers to get custody of my brother and sister. And um, I've, I've always carried a little bit of guilt because my mom wanted that to stay in the family and I just didn't, she didn't have her will done. I didn't really have a choice, you know? And so over the last, it's been 14 years, it's always been a dream of mine to go and reinvest into that 
that community that like raised me mm-hmm. and that we have these special memories with my grandfather and my great grandmother and my mother and all of us kids. And so I feel like I'm in that season now where I'm actually going up there and have a couple mentors um, that I've known for a really long time that are helping me find the in- investments up there. Mm-hmm. And then and that's we, up there like up by in Aetna, so oh, okay. up by the Oregon border. Oh, wow. And it's a hot spot because there's a lot of people don't know about it, mm-hmm. um, but it's still in California and you can get land and like yeah. there's the fires have hit it so bad. So like they've built two houses in Siskiyou County in the last year. There's mm-hmm. just not enough places for people to live. Mm-hmm. Long story short, we um, we are uh, in negotiation right now with a 15 unit motel that sits over. So it's not like Ooh. even playing small. It's like yeah. just straight leveling up and saying, I'm just going to go ahead and hit it out of the park before the end of the year. Yeah. And so I do feel like I'm excited about that again because we do have people in our circle that are interested that we can take on this journey with us. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I feel like that's exciting, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's been a good thing coming out of it. We've had to look at things differently. I just don't want... Brandon is, you know, feel like he's ever forced to stay in doing something that he doesn't love. Yeah. And then out of that, it's like, he loves that job. He's not going to go anywhere, but I'm like, well, I'm going to go ahead and just do this. It just kind of like rebirth it in me. Yeah. Um, where I think too, this comes back to where people are like, don't you have enough going on? Like you're getting yeah. ready to open a business and you're doing yeah. this and that. But like with the investment up there, I will have a team of people up yeah. there. I don't live there. That's funny. Cause I actually told Dylan, so my husband's a cop obviously. And and so it's like he works Tuesday through Fridays, you know, seven to four or whatever every day. And it's like, I think he forgets that like, I don't do like today. I'm like, eh, I don't have anything until three o'clock. So I'm like, I don't have your job where I have like on Monday, I know I have to go and do this. But it's like, I have so much free time and all these like weird loopholes. And I'm like, oh, I can take that on. Like, I can take that on. I can do this. I can, I can manage this little bar. Like, you know what I mean? Working three events a month or whatever it is. It's like, I think that people, cause even he'll have that mindset too. Like we can't take that on. We're about to have a baby and I'm like you're talking about I'm like you work for four days and you work 40 hours I'm like you're talking about this this bar trailer that's gonna be like an eight-hour day like twice a month that's 16 hours a month right yeah, or you yeah, know what I mean it's like yeah. yeah we pull it out and you gotta put it back in you gotta clean it and you gotta stock it and all that stuff whatever but it's like I just think people like they you tell them an idea and they're like oh my gosh you can't do that it's like yeah, yeah I can I can you know it's like the motel like why not yeah. why not why not yeah yeah, and, and if you don't do it now, when are you really going to do that stuff? I mean, that's, right? Life just gets more complicated. It doesn't right. get easier, typically, right? We get more stuff gets added to our plate, like yeah. having kids. And then it's like you, you're you raising a young kid mm-hmm. for the next, or two kids for the next 18 years. Right. Like soccer and blah, like mm-hmm. so much stuff gets added right. to the plate over time that just being able to like decipher like, no, I do actually have time to do that. And I yeah. will find the time to do that. Right. Well, and, it's but, important. but it's like, you're like, we're not like chained to a desk, right. Where it's like, oh my right. gosh, I have to be on Monday morning. Like, you know, it's like, well, if I have to get a sub for a class, I get a sub for a class. Or if yeah. I have to like find somebody to fill in for me on this day, like, or find a bartender for a weekend because something comes up, I'll find a freaking bartender for the weekend. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. It's just like outsourcing, you know, and doing that, like, like being creative and trying to like fill all those holes. But I feel mm-hmm. like, Again, that's just kind of what, that's what entrepreneurs do. Like remember yeah. the, our coach was like, I always have this problem with like the next like new and shiny thing that distracts me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, I know, but you always have to kind of be dreaming, right? If you're not dreaming, you're you're dead. So yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. That's good. Okay, so one fun thing I wanna do at the, the end of this is to share your high, your low, and then buffalo. Okay, yeah. we do this at home, it's super fun. Yeah. So your high obviously is your high, your low is your low. And then buffalo is just something like totally random that you've either learned, experienced, had an encounter with. Like, oh gosh, there's plenty of those happening right now, I think. Can you guys go first? 
Tess, come on. Did you throw this on me like right now? You couldn't have told me about buffalo. I don't even, the only thing I know about buffalo is it's an animal and like delicious wings at restaurants. Um, <laughs> uh, are we talking about for the year? Just in general, like I, general. I say by the week, you know, because there's yeah. so many things. Like, what's something high this week? Something low this week? And then buffalo. Yeah. Um, high this week is um, I've been really intentional about reaching out to other law firms and kind of like expanding like my vision. And I have a Zoom on Thursday with a guy that I think is going to be. It's just going to be a really cool conversation. So being able to, um, you know, connect with people on that level. Um, a low. Um, we just have a lot going on with the kids right now and it can really be like it can suck that that positive motivating energy out and so um you know trying to manage that and um, keep it in perspective uh has been challenging for sure and then a buffalo um i mean what would be what's so random Like, give me an example. I can see people dancing in their cars when I'm driving by. I see people out on the street now that are insane, like doing, like, karate kicks to the wind because they're high as a kite. I mean, I have lots of buffalo. That's like, 15 years I saw all that stuff. That's not a buffalo. That's a normal day, like, a couple years ago. I feel like kids are pretty random and give us all kinds of good content. That's true. That's true. Miles Miles is a, he's a, he's a comedy show, like, just on, on two feet, like, all the time. Um, He did this play for us last night. Um, It was just Mackenzie and Miles and I. And it was, I think it took up about 10 minutes of dinner, but nobody was allowed to look away from him. And he could see himself in the window and he would do like, pretend like he was at this house and then pretend like he was at this house. And he was playing out all these different scenarios. And I was like, I didn't think it was ever going to end. But it was was actually hilarious. And I don't even think that he knows where he is in time and space when these things happen. Like he's just insane. And I love it. So I guess that's a good, like it was so shocking that I couldn't even like go find my phone to record it. Like I was like, I have to experience this. Like I'm just going to watch this. (laughs) (laughs) What goes on in that brain? Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that boy, he's coming. (laughs) Something. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, Becca, you're up. Um, so this is not a high for the year. No, just like this last week. Okay. Um, well we actually went and bought our trailer. So we've literally been going back and forth with that for like five months bought the trailer Went up to Healdsburg, got it. Fun times. My husband thought my car had a hitch on it. Doesn't. <laughs> that was sweet. Yeah, I, I guess that's br- a buffalo. Yeah, I know. I was like, so this is like your one job. Like, like I found the trailer. I bought the trailer. We did this. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, anyways. But um, low, I think maybe just like feeling like some days just being pregnant you don't I don't feel like myself don't really like that feeling like where I'm like I just want to lay in bed yeah. and like not do anything and and I hate that I hate feeling like unproductive so I would like literally just try to get myself out of the house in the morning and like go get a green juice or like, go get a coffee and I'll like drive I'll like drive yeah. to like neighborhoods that I like want to live in mm-hmm. or and just like look around at stuff um like fantasize you know daydream right daydream yeah, again important. yeah so um but that's kind of maybe a weird low I, I'm kind of getting used to it now I guess over the last 11 weeks, but, um, oh, Buffalo, I don't know. Um, I have a new wiener dog, a new tiny little wiener dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got another one. She's hysterical. I don't know. The older wiener dog, like attacked her the other day. That happened. Oh but my God. Mm, How, what's her name? Tater. 
Like a tater, like tater tot? Yeah. Like a tater tot. Okay. Yeah. She's our little red wiener. Oh, I need um, some pictures. I know. She's the cutest. Buffalo. I don't know. Can that be my buffalo? Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Got a new dog. New dog. They're attacking each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and awesome. And two little wiener dogs attacking yeah. each other. Yeah. Our two wiener dogs are humping each other all the time. <laughs> I know. So. It's very, with my wiener dogs, I was like wondering, I was like, I wonder if there's going to be like a romantic connection. No. They are definitely brother and sister. Yeah. Well, just wait. Ours have like settled in now. She's like, she was born in June. And he's one, a little over one. Okay. And he's neutered, but. Okay, well, mine are, my oldest one's like nine. Okay, so a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And we're like, I need to keep these wieners away from each other. (laughs) (laughs) Mating wieners. (laughs) (laughs) Your turn. My turn. Oh, um, hi, this week is actually, I've been really excited going into this week. I mean, it's Monday, so I'm asking like in the last week, but getting the podcast back on and like, Reaching out to the guests that are coming is always like a high for me because I just know it's going to spark good conversation and it's good for our soul to have these conversations and connect. And I tend to live in a bubble where I go through phases of isolating. And so it just makes me happy to know that this is something that we're going to have on, on. And I think my low has been like trying to manage motherhood, like with, um, you know, having a husband that's gone a lot and feeling like I do it well and not being, um, not being like triggered by things that you know it's not our little people's issues right yeah. it's ours it's our lack of planning our lack of patience our lack yeah. of um mapping out a full schedule our, our lack of all of those things and just being more aware of that and intentional with that time because little things like footsteps when you don't want to hear them and that kind of stuff can usually trigger me but we'll like that's the rest of my day, you know? I'm yeah. Just like, yeah. And so just learning that like people in our space, we create these spaces so that we can do both, mm-hmm. you know, or I did, I created yeah. a space where I could do both. And right. so allowing myself to have grace and that, like, what are you complaining about? Because so many of us get to that place that we wanted to create and we don't even value it when we get there. I know. Right. Yeah. 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 And the so journey's the fun part sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But the emotions of that for me have been like, I sent Brandon a text last night at the, at the fire station. I'm like, I, I need to know that our bases at home are covered with his emotional well being. And when I feel like I'm high, low Buffalo all the time, yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite sure that that's like a safe place to learn. Even though I'm really hard on myself, I just want to make sure that I slow down. And so I really feel like the the word, if I could say, is like there's a lot of restless, like people feel restless. And I'm speaking of myself right now. And when when you feel like that, there's lack of rest and peace. And so I just want to invite more peace into my restlessness yeah. going into the end of the year. I don't want more things to do. I want to clear my plate of them. And I want to be starting the year in like a good mindful place, you know, right. not one that's already overwhelmed and burnt out. Mm-hmm. So and then Buffalo is like there's some new like um, new people on the street like I've seen. This is a random one. This gal that she's obviously lives at one of the homeless camps, which is pretty new for Roseville, but they're big. And she like has a stroller, but she does not have a baby in the stroller. But like people think there's a baby in the stroller and like she pushes it in the middle of the road and there hasn't been a car accident. But like when you see her and you know what she's doing, it's kind of funny, but it's not funny. I'm not saying it's funny. So I don't don't send me any hate mail, but I'm just saying when you watch people like that, there are times in my right mind. I feel like I'm like that on the inside. And I'm like, oh, this girl is like way out there where you just like kind of laugh, you know? And you're just like, okay. Like Like she's like what? Trying to like. She's just gone. She's, she's, I don't know. Someday she's out there like in her panties and her, um, 
her high heels and oh, like no. walking and you're just like I don't know as somebody that doesn't know her if I was driving by would think she's got a baby in there you know yeah and it's like there's literally nothing in there there's not a dog in there there's not clothes in there there's not garbage in there and there's nothing in there yeah. and she just talks to herself and like will hit the wind and you know it's that time of year so if you're tuning in right now and you are um, seeking connection and stuff like that I know that we get this platform to do it but pick up the phone and call a friend and spark a conversation get together um, over some warm coffee it is the season for that and connect with your loved ones I know a lot of us have been apart from people that we've wanted to be with and this is a great season to dig in and do our part and reach out and connect and so yeah Thank you, ladies, for being here. Becca, thank you. Yeah. Congratulations to all thank the new you. stuff you Thank you. I know. On. Thanks for having me. So yeah. fun, always. Um, you guys stay tuned because we're all going to be going to a party next week as cowgirls, and we'll be posting those pictures. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. And next week, we have Haley Myers joining us, and she is going to dig in on uh, she's a child therapist and just talking about what children are going through right now in the school and in her private practice and then how she's starting a business. You don't want to miss this if you have children. Um, I think it's really important message to hear just on both sides, what our children are going through, but also what these therapists are going through and the caseloads that they have. And so um, it's going to be a really good conversation, but also digging in on how she's going to build her own practice. And I'm just really excited for that conversation. Yeah, don't miss it. Um, thanks for being here today. And thank you, Becca, for your time and for sharing some of your inspiration with us. Yeah, of course. Thanks both. Thank Love you. you.